0: This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel said it best, the whole of the Auburn experience. It includes so many different things. It's all about sports. It's all about our culture. It is also, and most importantly, all about our family. And because the Auburn family is all about individuals within that family, I have to have someone here to discuss with me the auburn experience for this podcast and that is one of my fellow auburn family members mr austin scott episode 13 austin welcome back to the show
1: where eagle kyle it's always a good time to be with you and you are one of my favorite fellow auburn family members as well uh Man, did you feel I, like you had to say
0: that since I say that? Like, is that how this works?
1: Just well, well, you, did, you didn't say favorite, actually. You said oh. fellow Auburn family members. And I, I felt like you wanted to say favorite. And so I just decided just, to extend the the branch first. But <laughs> uh, I can't believe that the home football season is over. I, I We've already kind of hit on it with our live stream members tonight. But it's shocking to me that it goes by so fast. And it's a reminder to me and i hope to many others to just enjoy it no matter what happens each week just enjoy it because it's gone before you know it we talked about this
0: on this show we have talked about it on our live streams in other formats on our youtube channel we put the message out there on social media for everybody that was going through this football season screaming at times about how they just wanted to be over with i mean yes we got the iron bolt left there's the very far off opportunity for a bowl game too so the season is not done yet but the home season the part that we love the part that makes auburn football the most auburn football it's over with i found myself very sad today and we're recording this on a sunday because i stayed through uh the whole weekend i didn't want it to end i wanted to stay in auburn forever it's it's tough, man. Like, you know, some people don't get to live in Auburn, Austin. You
1: Ha-ha, jerk. I do. You but jerk. that right somehow does not grant me the opportunity to go inside Jordan Hare Stadium whenever I please. And so there were things that, you know, yesterday it was like, well, this is my last time having a Ben's pretzel in Jordan Hare for quite some time. <laughs> Ben's, pretzel- is- that's where you went to a Ben's pretzel. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Kyle! If we have not, have you ever had a Ben's pretzel? Yes, I've had a Ben's pretzel. Pretzels are not—they're okay. They're fine. Oh, the Ben's pretzels are more than okay, but and I and people say you can have them in the arena. Well, I can, but you know when it's thirty-eight degrees and I need a cinnamon pretzel from Ben's in my st- seat to cheer on my team—that only comes around every so often. So it was the last time I got to see the eagle fly, and and thankfully, hey, the she eagle did flew good. Right. If you he didn't, know she about flew that. good. She flew great. And it was right to my right this time, and I love when they do it right by our seats because we get this perfect view. All that said, it's sad when it when it's over, and and we got to wait a whole another you know eight or nine months before it comes back again. And um, but it was a good one to end
0: on. It was, uh, you know, it's different because we had the emotion of last week of Caddy's first game. You know, the rawness yeah. of it, the realness of it, and not that it was even any less cool. Uh, This week to have him run out there as head coach again, but this one almost felt like just go out there and play football as opposed to the emotional situation because let's be honest the Texas A&M win wasn't like the most exciting of things because there wasn't a lot of scoring there wasn't a lot of just exciting things in this but like in the second half Albert just broke loose, and just you know had their way running the ball so like it felt like a caddy signature game in a way because of things like the halfback pass two running yeah. backs getting over a hundred yards, which may I continue to remind folks I did it on the reaction show after the game that I called that a two hundred a hundred yard rushing days. And the minute, like <laughs> I, when tank busted loose, I was like, okay, I'm I'm fine. I'm good. And then Jarquez Hunter just said, you know what, sir, I'm going a to hundy too. And boy, did he just fly around the edge. I love watching those two together
1: they're they're an incredible duo and and i loved auburn football's uh post today if you didn't see it with the the meme of peter parker the, the yeah the toby Maguire peter parker yes um for our for our younger OG. folks og the og spider-man that's right uh has his glasses off and it's so it's when he's figuring out his, his spidey's his eyesight right he's got his glasses off and then the eyesight. next I'm picture cringing right now with the way you're describing this but go ahead <laughs> hit with the it's got the picture next with that's kind of blurry with uh, Ronnie and Cadillac and then he puts his glasses on and it sees you see tank and Jarquez and I just I loved that that was that good incredible and it's what I feel like we all kind of feel I'm no one's saying those are two top five running backs in the next draft or anything like that. One but you, you kind of felt like it was it was that kind of performance with those two yesterday and and, and being coached head coach with the one of them that they're trying to follow footsteps in makes it all the better.
0: Oh, it was, is a beautiful thing. The minute I, so I, just real quick, we talk more X's and O's stuff on the live stream. That's on Monday nights. And then we have a podcast as well with Ben and AJ, or excuse me, that's the, it used, the way it used to be. Uh, yep. Jared, Jared's going to kill me now. Sorry, Jared, Jared and AJ, um, that, uh, they'll break that down. But I, I just want to talk about this play. For instance, just like just picture eight, a eight, not 18, 13 year old Kyle watching, his favorite player throw a halfback pass to anthony mix and i'm a big anthony mix fan too back in Mm. the day so i saw this little play start going out and i was like man jarquez really isn't hitting the end i said oh yeah oh oh (laughs) is he gonna and he just reared back and slung that thing to the end zone might i add made a pretty better what i think's a better throw than caddy did it was beautiful this the the serendipity of all the, the cyclical nature of everything coming around it's just god you gotta love it,
1: it oh beautiful. yeah and i mean the even like you said the cyclical nature with will friend being the interim offensive coordinator was at georgia then um on staff just helped them implement it and said i know it's gonna work because your coach did it you know yep. like that just it, crazy to think about and um it was, it was pretty special. I, I was trying to think, I was like, was wow, was Jarquez born when that play happened? <laughs> he probably has no
0: idea. Uh, let's do some quick math here. So I would have be been like 13. Eight. He
1: would be, and it, it's been, I feel like just, he
0: was born, but maybe, maybe
1: not for long. <laughs> I mean, not long at all. He's probably 18 or 19 or years oh. old now. So, so yeah, just barely into the world. Uh, I, I, I do need. I do need to atone
0: for something in this first segment, though, because I didn't go real public about it, but I was a little bit frustrated with the Auburn family that morning with the lack. Let me just put it to you this way. The parking lot that I go to reserve my parking in for each game day, I usually have to fight people for parking spots to reserve them. Uh, They were like more than half available that morning, and there was like nobody on campus. Yes, it was cold and all that stuff, and I I was a little bit perturbed. But by the time we got to Tiger Walk, Boy, did everybody show up. Now, look, yeah. when you look at the stadium, yes, it was very spread out. But I looked around and I said, you know what? For a 3 o'clock weird time game for this type of game, Western, I guess a team that everybody's a little worried is going to beat us cold, end of the year, everything else has been going on. But, you know, I said, well done, Auburn. I take back what I was feeling, what I said. So I, I apologize, Auburn family, for doubting you that you would show up for Caddy in his last game.
1: Yeah, it. I mean, I thought the same thing. Kind of once it took a while to trickle in, Um, like you said, it's cold and uh, and I I from my view from my seats, it's the student section is kind of where I judge how things are going to go. And it was sparse there for but a little I expect bit. The students, right? It was it was Thanksgiving. <coughs> Thanksgiving. Break. Yep. And I remember those games. You I know, you do. I remember that game when you don't have the iron ball at home. You know, right. there's a lot of people go ahead and phone it in and 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 get their travel on i get that um but i was i was pretty impressed too once once everybody kind of filled in with the weather the way it was and that's always important to me too to see you expect a senior day when it's the iron bowl that's gonna be packed out but right. to see a senior day when it's not great and especially for this class yeah that I has been through oh so much oh. Uh, i was glad to see a good a good turnout can we just, for real quick, to round
0: out this topic, can we just mention Colby Wooden? What are you trying to do to me, man? Sitting down there, yep. kneeling down, basically in tears in the end zone, didn't want to, like, get up and, like, just needed a moment to himself. Come, That was, like, shades of um, – oh, Kyle, come on, don't, don't forget his name. Ah, linebacker, after they lost the Iron Bowl, he just went and sat in the stands and wouldn't leave. Come uh, on, El Toro Freeman, El Toro yeah. Freeman like that just breaks your heart man this is colby wood and i have become a super fan of this season not that i wasn't before but really appreciative of him now and when they they panned over that man just sitting there by himself you know you know down on one knee just kind of keep trying to hang it keep it all together
1: it's tough to watch man that is, well, it's a hard thing to realize i'm sure for them you know and we've we hinted at what all they've been through but to know that that's the last time, even though maybe their four years seems like a lot longer, given the circumstances, to know that's the last time they're playing in Jordan here. It's a surreal moment. It is. It is a surreal moment.
0: It it is bittersweet for us. It is, you know, bittersweet even more for the players, the coaches that won't be here or may not be here next year. So uh, we'll obviously got more football to talk about with Auburn. The season doesn't end here. But uh, there are some other topics that we want to hit in this episode. we've been kind of him hawing around at Austin Mm -hmm. kind of not necessarily avoiding it, but just kind of waiting because the the big topic, the only thing that anybody wants to talk about these days is who's going to be the next Auburn football head coach. Well, I'm here to tell you today that Cadillac Williams will be the next head. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Everybody (laughs) calm down. Right, calm. Don't get super excited or super offended. Um, Let me just say, I will repeat what I've said a thousand times on every live stream (laughs) on anytime that someone's asked me in person, My little Auburn heart wants Cadillac Williams to be the head coach so much, but my head cannot get there with me yet, mainly for safety of my own Auburn heart being broken. So that's why I I just can't even like go there with a lot of people personally, not because I don't want it, not because I don't believe it would, it would not work or however you want to say that I, but I believe it could work. I just I I can't be heartbroken that way. Like you know, does that make sense? Kind of what I'm no. saying.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I my thing with it and I think we're coming from a similar viewpoint is I I don't want to set him up for failure and then you look back on it completely the opposite of the way we all feel right now. Um and I, and I think with where the programs at right now um with Kyle, I think it could work. But what if it doesn't? Is that really how you want to set up? What if it doesn't and it's really bad? Is that how you want to set up one of your your favorite sons? You know, right? Um, and so, um, you know, it, I'm not saying it won't. It won't happen. You know, I I think that's that's still for someone else to decide. And and I don't think we're don't to the point me. where where it's completely over yet. Uh, I think we're close, but I think that it would be tough. Uh, on a lot of people wh- fighting that head versus heart battle. Right. So, and here's the way you need to look at this. Um,
0: Caddy has the, e- when I say this, this isn't me saying that it's a high likelihood, but he has the easiest path to the head coaching job because if he does, continues what he's done by getting this team, the ship righted, the program righted, and somehow, some way beats Bama you know, you'll know in a week with us talking about this, whether that's true or not, somehow gets into a bowl game, wins that, and pulls in some kind of little recruiting class here at the early signing period. You got to take a long, hard look at him. So he ha- he controls, I would argue he controls his destiny more than any other coaching candidate that is on the table.
1: The only thing that I would come at you against, argue against that is that I don't think for all that to happen, I don't think there's going to be enough time.
0: I oh think yeah. That times is factor. A win
1: against Alabama, a bowl win and the recruit for early recruiting period. Yep. Auburn's going to want to have already had a coach by then whether it's him or not. Um so I think personally I think that we're going to know kind of going into the Iron Bowl and I don't want this to come, come come off as so that Cadillac can't win the job. That's not what I'm saying, but I think it's to kind of protect that and make sure he can go because that's the other part. He deserves to know as well, right? I and I know that he has said he's not worried about that. What an incredible quote, by the way, that my yeah, seat my, does not dictate my the service. My goodness. Hello. Put,
0: put him on a plaque now. Like, um, if we if we do not, like, you know, you remember the Notre Dame thing where it was it play like a yeah. champion today as they come <laughs> yeah. down the stairs, I think is what it is. Yeah. If we do not slap a plaque on the top, you know, as they come under the tunnel there out into the open, what is it? What is it again, Austin? I'm going to butcher it my seat
1: does not dictate service.
0: My seat does not dictate service. That is like, yes, he's speaking about himself in this coaching situation, but that can go anywhere. If that is not plastered there at the first game, I am going to pit. I'm going to have a duck duck fit. (laughs) That's what I'm. What are you doing? Auburn marketing department. If you do not make that our play like a champion today plaque, please don't make me have a duck live on camera in in the year's time let's put that up there honor the man in some way like when he's when i saw that it was a good thing i was driving like came across like on a little update tweet thing on my phone i about like ran through a wall with my car because i've run through <laughs> so many walls already my house has literally fought like as i've said the only wall left in my house is the one you see behind me because i've run through every one of them because of cadillac that being said it was an amazing quote
1: um, and and so i think that's where his head's at with it i don't think he's too concerned about, am I going to be the next head coach or not? But um, yeah, it just, I th- it's going to be really interesting to see what comes of this week and, and where all, where we come to you from next week's live recording and from when you hear this podcast a week later. So uh, are you calling for head coach the next time we meet? Is that what I'm hearing? Oh man, that's a good question. Is it a loaded do question? I, do I think it? we will know by the time, you and I record next Sunday? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to say
0: like officially from Auburn. Auburn has announced their head coach when you and I meet again in a week's time.
1: I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I'm going to say yes.
0: Here's what I'm going to say. Auburn will, will know whether or not what their top candidate is by this, like is going to say yes or not that. So what we're talking about folks and Lane Kiffin we are, you don't have to be an insider you don't have to <laughs> no. have the sources you don't have to have the the blog or the message board to connect the dots here Lane Kiffin and Auburn makes the most sense across the board now do I is that me endorsing him as the head coach is that me saying that I necessarily want him not at all. I'm I'm not going either way on it because I'm really not sold in all areas about Lane Kiffin personally. But I'm also not sold in all the other candidates, even some ones that I probably would prefer a little bit more because there are some things they don't check boxes on. But would you agree that we're all just kind of dancing around that Lane Kiffin is the top candidate?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, we're all at the we're all at the prom sitting well, pointing across the finger like, you want to dance with me? Do you want to, I, We're all trying to figure <laughs> out. We're all trying to figure out when when the next slow song comes on. If you and I are meeting it in the middle of the gym, you know what I mean? Oh my that's, gosh! That's you where just we're got at right so now. Real right now. That's where know, we're at, Kyle. We can all relate to that. We're you all just equated the coaching to
0: search out. to a prom
1: dance that I've lived in my life. Oh my gosh! That's awesome, what I'm saying, Scott. Kyle. We're all we're all sitting looking across the the kind of dim lit gym, trying to figure out i think she wants to dance with me do i want to dance with her that's where we're at and that's where auburn and lane kiffin are at they're trying to figure out if the corsage is going to fit on the wrist (laughs) the orange and blue corsage is it going to match his his tie i'm telling Uh, you kyle only on the
0: auburn experience podcast do you get a comparison of lane kiffin in auburn with a prom corsage dance thing like wow i i never thought we'd go to this level i'm not saying that i don't agree, disagree with you but that's just that's incredible wow you you paint a certain picture you should be on the call with andy burcham <laughs> painting <laughs> pictures picture. like that um lane kiffin um so that's really where we're at right now we're all kind of waiting to see does auburn officially want him and does he officially want to be with us and I think that's the biggest thing we can take away from our discussion here but what's going on right now everybody's kind of posting oh I'm hearing this I'm seeing that or you know these kind of feelers out but Thursday's Egg Bowl uh, determines a lot for Ole Miss yeah. but it also determines a lot for the Auburn coaching search going forward so we will probably have some definitive things to talk about in the next no, I shouldn't say definitive we will be able to discuss one candidate. In, in a serious way or not. Is that a fair statement?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think this time, next next rec- next episode, uh, we'll know a lot more than we know right now. Um, yeah. And and it'll be interesting. I, I think, like you said, the Egg Bowl on Thursday night and leading up to the Egg Bowl on Thursday night um, will be very telling. So So we will see. So in your opinion, because that's kind of where
0: we need to leave it at right now, because that's where, even if you don't agree with the statement, that's where the tea leaves are that we're all looking at. We're, even if you don't want to believe it, that's the, the, the few facts that are out there. The, all the directional arrows are pointing somehow, even the windy way to back to lane right now, who would it be? If not lane based on your feeling right now,
1: I think you've got a pool, right? I, I think we can all agree. Like you were saying, and, and all the directional arrows point to lane is number one and lane is, There's a tier system here and lanes there. And then, you know, it's like our flow chart, if not lane, then who you move down. Right. Um, And I think at that point you're looking at names we've all heard. Hugh freeze, uh, I think is a name out there. Um, I think some other names we probably don't know are out there. Um, That's how it happened with John Cohen in the first place, right? This is his search and and nobody knew his name until like 24 hours before. Right. and so I th- I think it could be interesting once we – if Lane says no, uh, I don't think Auburn wants that because then that this gets prolonged a little bit further and and gets a little more murkier. Um, but I think once – if Lane says no, you've got – or if Auburn and Lane can't agree, I'll put it that way, then you've got a much cloudier situation you're having to deal with. With a and, lot more and, options. And with a lot more options. But I think Hugh Freeze would definitely be in there. I think we've talked about Jeff Grimes on this show before and, and, and people have heard Jeff Grimes name out there as well. Um, so I would say those two are in there. Is there someone else you're thinking of I'm I'm missing?
0: No. Uh, I mean, I, I I trust a lot of people that I have talked to, you know, I've had someone tell me that they are adamant that Hugh freeze will never see the light of day at Auburn, but you know, that people have also said that you can't run a, you know, a field goal back 109 yards for a touchdown. And boy, did they prove him or Chris Davis proved them wrong. Um, so I kind of like what you said past two freeze it becomes i wouldn't even i wouldn't i'll disagree with the murkiness Nothing becomes it becomes murky for us it just opens up the possibility pool is what it was what it really is and so then it becomes almost like a brand new search in my mind personally unless john cohen is just completely going somewhere different from the very get-go which kind of i would like to be honest with you because that kind of is a guy that's going out i'm not asking for a brian Harson hire like someone we no one saw coming but like in terms of a lower tier, that's not, that's a mean way of saying that a coach that is, doesn't have Power Five experience, um, yeah, that, that's that's kind of how I'm looking. At it. I don't have one right now outside of Lane because I do think it makes the most sense. And that again, let me restate this: it's not my endorsement for or against Lane Kevin. I am just trying to look at it logically, and I think that's what's in here. Here's what here's what I will say: if Lane does not take it, and we're not talking about this in the next podcast. Or talking about him being hired, you might see me jump on the caddy bandwagon. You might, yeah. you might, and I will, I will be screaming from the heavens. So I, I, I'm holding myself back for my own safety and for your safety on this show, Austin. <laughs> but you may, but you may me hear
1: me begin the Cadillac
0: campaign next week if uh, we don't get a resolution uh, that a lot of people expect with Lane Kiffin.
1: Well, I think, too, you know, we'll also know next week the outcome of the Iron Bowl. And, and there could be a lot more on that bandwagon, depending on if if he's able to get into Tuscaloosa and big do something if. special. So yep. big, big if. Big, big if. Big,
0: big. A lot of big ifs around, and hopefully we'll know some definitive things when we talk about probably this topic again next week. Let's round out our show after we just kind of talked about, you know, the most obvious Auburn things, the end of the home football season, the coaching search that we're hoping at least to get some directional guidance in here in the the coming week. Let's talk about something about as far stretch from the Auburn experience that most people aren't going to think about, but we're going to kind of tie it back into because, you know, Auburn is a place in the truest sense, like it is a town, it is a college, you know, but we always talk about Auburn's not a place, it's people. But for this, we're going to kind of keep it on that to some of the surrounding areas and we will tie it back to, I got something for on Auburn football, I don't know if you've thought about it yet, but There are some high schools around Auburn that one, some really well known, some probably not so well known that are having some really great success right now that I think is worth mentioning. And it's not because, yes, the and I'm going to get your title wrong. The head of the marketing department is my co-host, but (laughs) for one of them. But I want to give some shout outs to let's let's just start with Lee Scott, because they nobody knows who Lee Scott is unless you are from the AISA which is an independent school athletic association, which I was a part of very thankful for that. Uh, and from the Auburn area, but Lee Scott Academy is on. Uh, well, you call it the outskirts Austin
1: of, uh, of it's, it's, it's right off the university uh, university loop and by, I, by the mall. Yeah. So the loop, I kind of call like
0: the barrier almost, not that yep. you're not part of Auburn, if you're not in that barrier, but it's kind of like that big, it's kind of like, think about those of you from Atlanta, 285 that circles Atlanta, like I'm outside of that where I live, so I don't call myself being part of Atlanta, but I still just say I'm from Atlanta, just for but have to don't have to explain to people. So it's kind of like yeah. that, smaller sense. Um, congratulations, Austin, for uh, your employer winning a state championship and representing the community of Auburn in a sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you hinted at just incredible years for a lot of high schools around our area. Beauregard made the playoffs. Uh, I didn't know Beauregard like- made it. They made the playoffs, had a great year, uh, lost on a heartbreaker, I think. Um, and Opelika had a great year, too. Can't remember if they squeaked in or not. Um, but, yeah, Lee Scott was one of those, obviously, different school association um, but equal playing field and, and was able to win the state title and go undefeated the other night. Um, the I, juggernaut was I here, too. 12-0, had five shutouts. Um, I was played a very, very, very small part in it all. Um, and just got to kind of hop along for the ride, but um, had really enjoyed just getting to know a lot of kids and coaches and good people and excited, always excited to see good people succeed and, and feel joy. And, you know, that's across the Auburn experience landscape, but when you work with them closely, um, even more so. So really proud of Lee Scott and uh, it, it, things look bright for the future. So. I will address one comment that I've seen come up, Cause we do this on
0: a, a live recording. Those that uh, wondering if there's any recruits from there, or I don't know if maybe they're talking about another school, but you know, AISA is not known for sending out division one football players. However, does anybody know a name? OJ Howard. You remember mm-hmm. that name? He came yep. from an AISA school. I actually played the team uh, that I I believe is, is what yep. it was. Uh, so he was a big time recruit, but they every once in a while, you'll find some recruits come out of there. Actually, Oh, no, I was about to drop one from my school. So let me talk about that for a second. We're going to actually talk about the high school everybody's more aware of. I am from Macon East Montgomery Academy. Well, that's what it was called. Macon East Academy right outside of Montgomery, Alabama. Um, I've always compared Lee Scott to the Auburn-Georgia rivalry with my school. That's how we viewed it (laughs) Uh, because Hooper in town was the Alabama, even though they – sorry hooper y'all suck um (laughs) no love lost here uh that's kind of we viewed it as the iron bowl and then like glenwood was that weird lsu rivalry where weird things happen and we hate each other for no reason but that was like our big and then bessemer was like at the time when i made these comparisons they were like florida who was really good at the time like that like no reason they should be good but they always were anyway so that's my connection to this um I hate to see my high school rivals uh, having success, but I'm happy to see you having success. And it's and listen, as I talked about with this being an all-encompassing show for the Auburn experience, it's part of the community, and I love it when something that's connected to Auburn has success.
1: Yeah, and a lot, and just those are people that live in the community as well. And um, like I said, just good to see good people succeed, and it's happening a lot. And like like you said. Auburn High is having Man, an incredible how year about as that well. Team? And Jeez. and they are now like they've had one loss, that's right, to Central. Got the revenge game against Central Phoenix City who Pat Nix Pat Nix crazy game on Friday night and they're headed to state championship. And this year is the year it's in Jordan hare So it's going to be it bonkers around here in a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, we told you that we were going to bring it back to something Auburn football related. Can I just point out to you that one Derek Hall uh, ripped up some sod from Jordan Hair, so there's <laughs> going to be a dibbit when they're running or you know uh, kicking from a certain spot on the field. I'm sure I don't. I forget where it was. I, I know it was like in a blue section of the field that he was ripping it looked out,
1: like of. an SEC logo. So someone on the oh, 25s or rip- something,
0: yeah he could rip out the sec logo that's (laughs) um i'm not gonna fault Derek call for ripping it out listen he's uh done a lot for us this year and beyond and not just as a football player but as an auburn man he he represents himself well as far as i can tell he shows up at all the other sporting events uh, supporting the team play uh, the teams there um so just be careful auburn high um, there's a divot out there, and I would hate to see anybody uh with a sprained ankle. We got Braden Joyner, uh, who's a recruit for Auburn right now, an offensive lineman, uh, who's gonna be playing in potentially if he follows through with his commitment on National Signing Day, he'll be playing on getting a little yeah. preview of his field. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, getting his first action in Jordan Hare um uh, before he's an an Auburn University Tiger. Uh so It'll be interesting. I, I can't wait to see it. I I haven't decided if I'm gonna make it over there for it. It'll be on a Wednesday night. Um, but Auburn High and Thompson in the 7A state championship game. It's it's I'm real. I don't know what the record is for like most uh attended or highest attendance of a state championship game, but I mean this is has a chance. I feel like when you've got oh. it right in your backyard, um, and Thompson's a big school too, and they've been to I think this is their fifth state. Championship, they're going to, so they know how to come down here and play too. Um, I I really want to see how many people show up.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously it's not going to fill up, you know, an eighty-seven thousand no, 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 stadium. No. But you know, if you get thirty thousand to show up, forty thousand to show up, that'll fill up, you know, almost three quarters of the lower bowl probably, and eh, yeah, maybe maybe three. I don't know. I'm not good at math. Don't ask me. Even though I have an Auburn degree, I'm, I'm
1: terrible at math. I'm horrible Um, at like judging that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, just don't get, I need to stop trying to do math on the show. I just (laughs) embarrassed myself. That and pronunciating, talking is a a struggle for me, even as a podcaster. Um, Yeah, it's, it's really cool uh, because we've watched in an odd way, Auburn football struggle, but the community schools, the closest ones, Lee Scott and Auburn, have such great success this year. So it's really just a unique situation um, that I've kind of been living vicariously through them while my, my real team struggles <laughs> uh, happy for them. I, you know, obviously I'm going to root for Auburn high. I, I wasn't rooting for Lee Scott Austin. I'm sorry, even though I That's knew y'all weren't going to lose. That's just me that I'm
1: petty. Um, That's fine. It was against I, Glenwood, who is our Alabama, like it, you were referring to earlier. So that'd be like you watching uh, the four Georgia, Georgia and Al- game, I guess. Or,
0: but even just a different comparison, but similar, the Georgia-Alabama National Championship, people would ask me who you're rooting for. I'm rooting for the meteor. I don't want anybody to be physically <laughs> – I'm, I'm not rooting for anybody to get – like, here's what I want to happen. is like this is a magical meteor that comes down, like transports all the, the humans away, but before it strikes, and then just like the essence of Alabama and Georgia. Are still there and it just obliterates it from the existence like the timeline so to speak the multiverse as people in movies like to call it that's that's what i wish for no no injuries no one, one hurt just the essence of everything alabama and georgia that's how i felt about watching a glenwood lee scott game so you're welcome well, there
1: was no meteor i can confirm and still- uh i'm still here and i was not magically transported so um <laughs> But it was a great game. And the yeah. Lee Scott Warriors are state champs. And it, it's been pretty fun so far.
0: Yeah, so. Congratulations to Lee Scott. And obviously, regardless of how what happens with Auburn High, very proud of how they represent the community of Auburn and um, you know, just contributed to, you know, the overall success of what people get to
1: experience. One very interesting question with Auburn High now returning to Jordan Hare Stadium for the state championship game is that many parents will attend this game. Many parents of players and backup quarterbacks. Well, it's in this game? And one backup quarterback is by the name of Davis Harson. Mm, that's tough.
0: That's so real we'll tough. see.
1: I think that'd be pretty interesting if Mr. Brian Harson returns to Jordan Harris. State. I'm sure he will. I mean, not, not, there's this is completely right. You know, right. Against he should go watch his kid, and he should be a he should not be harassed to go watch his kid. That's folks, that's what folks, you mean
0: by you're bringing that up. Yeah
1: yes and so i just hope that we all respect that and uh but that is interesting to think about is i'm not sure he ever really thought that he would be going back into jordan near uh this <laughs> soon at least let's say that yep yeah obviously uh
0: good luck to to them and uh be interesting to see what how this whole thing finishes out if we have two high schools right next to auburn Uh, with state tiles at the end of this thing but it's been fun Mm -hmm. to watch this this football season that's going to do it for episode 13 of the auburn experience we appreciate you guys hanging out with us and tuning in to our show and listen us ramble about things and we didn't get old and crotchety tonight uh we got a little retrospective at times and looked to the future (laughs) as well covered a lot of different things austin if people want to stay in touch with you where can they find you
1: austin g scott you can find me uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. On Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, you can see a picture of me holding a state championship trophy. So if All they were right. kind enough to let me get my hands on it. Just <laughs> brag
0: away. Why don't you find us? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, not holding a state stamp championship trophy, uh, at Lumis 24 uh, We appreciate you guys tuning in today. Until we talk to you again, or Eagle. or Eagle, everybody.